days of fighting for the so-called greater good are over. This is our chance to control the truth, the concepts of right and wrong for everyone for centuries to come. You're fighting to save an ideal that doesn't exist. Never did. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin, if you choose to accept it. <laughs> we're best film ever, my name's Ian. And I'm Liam. Hey, and we're here today to do a see it or skip it. Yeah. On Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Yeah. That's the name of the film, I'm not doing a two-part it's weird. see it or skip it. Yeah, it's weird because this is the first time they've done a Part 1, I'm assuming there's going to be a Part 2. There has to be. Well, yeah, otherwise... If there's a part one, there's, you know... Yeah, yeah, this definitely sets up for a part two. I'll just say that. Well, that's a pretty much of a, of a thing. I think this is supposed to be the, the, the finale of the universe. Oh, really? Yeah. So they stopping all together. Yes, yeah, so that's what ha- I mean, that's what happens, isn't it? Like, Twilight did their last, Harry Potter did their last as a two-parter. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so I think... I even twigged on that. Well, that'll happen until... I mean, at some point, there's got to be... He owns the franchise, though. He does. Well, it was interesting. Um, so let me lay out the, the parameters for this, and then we'll uh, whatever. Oh, okay. um, so on a scene or skip it, if it's your first time, what we do is we start off by doing a spoiler-free sort of review. So we keep it. We, we, we literally just finished watching the trailer after we've come back from watching the film with some McDonald's in the middle. And um, we watched the trailer and went, okay. And that kind of gives us a governor as to what we're allowed to talk about and we're not allowed to talk about. So major plot points, we're not going to discuss that in the first half. No. Um, any major reveals or surprises, we're not going to talk about that in the first half. It will be a spoiler-free review. We'll get our general thoughts about performances, um, the tone, the, the, the what we think is the quality of the film without ruining someone's experience if they haven't seen it. Yep. At the end of which, we'll give you our verdict, which is see it or skip it, ergo the branding. (laughs) Uh, Then you'll hear a sound that sounds a lot like this. And it's the usual joke. It's going to sound exactly like that because it's that sound effect. And then we'll say the word spoiler probably about 10 to 15 times. And we will bastardize a somewhat famous song on this side of the Atlantic, Song by Blur. And we'll tell you that we live in a house in a very big big house house spoiler country. country. Uh, at which point, then you'll have all that's all your cues to get out. If you're like, Oh, I've got my review, uh, I got my verdict, I'm gonna go see it or I'm gonna skip it. And then you come, you can check out the second half yeah. of it. You if can you, see the first part, part one, part one, and then <laughs> part, part two. <laughs> We've not nearly as long of a wait as I think as we're gonna have for this. Um, and, and that'll be that. And, and if you look at the show notes right now, it, it will have listed what time we stop talking in a spoiler free environment because after you know. And the spoiler country, yeah. then we will give you the full spoiler-filled review where there are no governors. We're going to talk about everything. Everything. But you you have ample warning. There is no If, if you get by this, the, the blame does not lay with us at that no. point. So there's that. So uh, the first thing, so I want to talk about, uh, uh, the first thing that came up was a Tom Cruise production. Yes. Which I think is the first time I've seen that on anything. I'm not, I don't remember... I don't even know what the name of the last one was. It wasn't Rogue Nation. It was something else. Yeah, it was something else. Mission Impossible. Was Nation? it Ghost Protocol? Oh, no, it wasn't Nation something. No, Ghost Protocol's four. Rogue Nation's five. Oh, okay. What was six? Fallout? Fallout. Fallout, yeah. That sounds, Fallout. That sounds, that sounds Fallout right, sounds right, yeah. 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 
the Henry Cavill kind of thing going on there. I like that. My big thing, and I'll start with this. My big thing with Mission Impossible films is I feel that they're all about just a few set pieces without much story to back them up. I think they've completely done a 180 on this. This is the best story maybe in the history of the franchise. And do you know something else? It's quite funny. Oh, the tone. Yeah. This is by far the funniest. Isn't it? previously you'd have like simon Pegg when he was brought in for the fourth one yeah even the first one you humor wasn't a huge thing in them but you'd have one character who would bring in the comedy yeah like one-liners or something yeah yeah. like emilio estevez in the first one for the first you know 20 minutes (laughs) um and then simon Pegg in four especially was all about the comedy but this one's funny throughout yeah until it doesn't need to be. It does pivot it, in the third act. It does. It does. But, but, but in the third act, you don't need humor anymore. No, 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 no. no. The, the stakes have been raised. Yeah. So, no, the, the tone is really funny. And I felt that for the most part, that helped a almost three-hour film. Yeah. It didn't I feel didn't like a three-hour film. I didn't feel it until the last 10, 15. Yeah. The last 10, 15, I was kind of going, okay, <laughs> okay. You probably gotta wrap this up by now. You sure we? Oh, we're, okay, we're gonna do this. All right. So uh, they're definitely they definitely gave away uh, gave away. They definitely uh, you get your money's worth. That's for sure. And Absolutely. it's it's fun and it's irreverent and it's warm and uh, they really poke at the heartstrings in this as well. This one, I thought it would tie more to his overall. I thought it would tie more to to his overall story throughout the franchise of Mission Impossible, but they decided to go somewhere else with it. Oh, a bit like in um, Spectre, with the whole Spectre going through um, James Bond. I thought it would kind of talk about stuff that we knew already, and it oh, decides okay. to go for things that we haven't been privy to yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk a little more about that after after the break, but there was that. I mean, if you want a range of locations, tick. Absolutely. If you want crazy set pieces, tick. If you want Tom Cruise to do at least one crazy out of your mind stunt and if you see the trailer you'll know what we're talking about but we'll just sort of leave that kind of there tick (laughs) um i'll tell you what though i call bullshit on one thing though he turned around when one of the characters said it's my first time to venice and he went yeah i'm mine i call bullshit on that what that his character wouldn't have been to venice before okay (laughs) (laughs) because i'm sure he has um yeah i thought about the first one i think they're in uh prague if memory serves yeah, it sounds like right. So I was looking for that. Uh, it's got some of the, you know, it's got it's got the cool things that you're expecting to see in a Mission Impossible film. So if you're going in for that, the itch is going to be scratched. There are some very cool set pieces. Uh, they will definitely do do that. Is Tom Cruise showing his age? I think so. He still looks good for his age. Look, I mean, he looks incredible. I mean, if I Doesn't look, if I look half as good at that age, yeah. geez. I don't think I look half, I mean, as, good. I I look half as good at, at my current age. <laughs> Tom Cruise can't look 30 all his life, can he? No, I mean, the, the, the job, the job bones, even with all, I mean, he's got all that work done. But even with that, yeah, yeah, the yeah. job bones starting to, uh, starting to soften. We saw that with um, Clooney Harrison Ford. Oh, well. Harrison and, Ford, and, yeah. And Clooney, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting this came out so close to uh, Indiana Jones. Mm. Because I felt Indy was, uh, um, well, you have a chance to listen to, to, to our review of it, but we were generally positive on it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, we both said see it. Where, yeah, whereas this, uh, this feels like rather than trying to, this one's going for it. This isn't, this isn't, you know, bring someone on, let them do all the heavy lifting. No. Now, granted, there's 20 years difference between them, maybe 25 years difference between yeah, yeah. them. How old is Tom Cruise? 
55? <sighs> he's not 60 nah, yet, is he? he's got to be older than that. He's got to be in his late 50s, isn't he? You think so? Yeah. Now, granted, I think this was recorded like a few years ago, because it was like COVID times. 40, 50, yeah, he must be in his 60s now, mustn't he? You think so? Yeah, 62. Tom Cruise age, probably, actually, you're probably dead right on that one. That's one, that's one pun. I'm 61. Oh, hey, yeah. see? That. So he's probably recording this, 58-ish? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I tell you what, the last time I felt a movie this big at the cinema... Maverick. Talk, talk Maverick, yeah. Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels like a blockbuster film supposed to feel. Tom, the man you say Tom, sooner. Biggest movie star in the world. Absolutely. Most bankable. The problem is it means he probably won't, won't hang it up. Mm. So what's his next thing? I mean, I guess he's got that other franchise. What was the was it Edge of Tomorrow where he's in the mech suit? Oh, yeah. That's all CGI. You can do yeah, that in your yeah, 60s. Yeah. That's fine. But the thing is, what? because he had that bit of a rough patch, didn't he? You know, rough patch where no one really wanted to touch him. With a movie. Oh, is this like the post jumping on the couch thing? All that thing. When he kind of yeah, started and, to lose it a bit? And started to lose a bit. Yeah. And, um, but because he had the franchise to Mission Impossible, he kept his career going himself, yep. didn't he? Yep. Uh, where now, I think he's the one who definitely saved, you know, pre, well, post-COVID cinema, didn't he? Oh, he's given us that big movie that proved that you can still make 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 all the money in a film that's largely shot with practical effects mm. yeah 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 and and um, by keeping it practical people enjoy it more i mean look even i got a little bit it, it it is interesting because if you don't have the power of these franchise labels with you top gun mission impossible if it was just generic action movie x starring tom cruise i'd go see it You'd go see it but i'm talking about the finances of, of cinema in general i think that would. if this was night and day I still, I, you know, I know it was panned, but I like it. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Is it because Cameron Diaz is in it? She, he's in two different movies where they both suck. Yeah. Because she's in Vanilla Sky with them too, isn't she? Is that one with the frogs? No, that's Magnolia. Oh, God, I always get that wrong, don't I? Vanilla Sky is the one where, like, he has to put on this mask because his face gets deformed in a crash. I've not seen it. Oh, he's dating Cameron Diaz, and she gets, like, way too possessive and, like, uh, crazy and jealous. And like forces his car off 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 a bridge and like yeah wow. so like it's like it messes him all the way up yeah oh, and then it goes down like some really crazy places is it a Spielberg one I don't know if it's a Spielberg one and in Minority Report you know uh, it's just yeah there's a stretch so I'm just like if it wasn't these big franchises do you want to come see? I don't know I don't know what about if he brought back another TV series from the 60s oh jeez Land of the Giants. I, I don't even know what this is. I'm saying about his height. No, okay. Uh, Sorry, Tom, if you're listening. Yeah, so let's then take... I can't, I can't think that why... If he owns this franchise, why would he start bringing it to an end? You I think he's mean? just seeing the writing on the wall and going, yeah, how but, much more can I do this for? Yeah, but wouldn't you, um, you know, like pass the baton so that the... Well, they tried. That's why Jeremy Renner was in the fourth one. Oh, really? Yeah, they were setting him up I to take know. over. Oh, okay. And the problem was, then when Tom didn't disappear, I literally just Googled, uh, why did he leave? Yeah, due to Infinity Wars came out the same year as Fallout. But uh, yeah, um, it's... Oh, okay. It's a, so he's not there by himself. So we've got some of our regular crews there. Simon Pegg is present, although he is kind of in and out of it. Did he, did he not write this one? Uh, I don't think so. I think this is a Chris, or four, didn't he? 
he didn't write this one. This is Christopher McQuarrie. That's probably why, because when he writes him himself, he makes himself more present, doesn't he? I'm trying to think of which ones he wrote. Did he write five? I don't remember off the top of my head. He's written some of them, just yeah. like he's written some of the Star Treks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he makes himself more present in them when he writes them. Well, it's, you've got the pen. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. The pen and the peg. That's right. <laughs> um, so, some peg, though. I mean, that's the hey. one bad thing. As you look around, they're all looking old. Yeah, Simon oh. Pegg really looked old, didn't he? Old and thin. Yeah. Bless him. I liked gone. him when he was a little pudgy. Yeah. Even Ving Rhames. You can put a hat on oh. him all you want. I'm like, you look old, Luther. He's starting to, isn't he? Yeah, and... I don't, a large part of this is about the bond they have as a team. They're basically each other's family. Yeah. My familia. Come over for a barbecue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Fast and the Furious. Absolutely. You owe me a 10-second motorcycle. But... Uh, <laughs> Do by the end. Yeah. I mean, Thing Rhymes has been all the way back to Mission Impossible 1. Right you know what I'm saying? first, yeah. Yeah, whereas Peg doesn't come in until 4. Yeah, he comes yeah. in late, doesn't he? Because there's a different team, isn't there? There is a different team, yeah. This In the first three, isn't there, or something like that? Well, some of them die off along the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the first one, actually, everybody dies. Oh, do they? Yeah, the first one. They all die that night in Prague. The only ones who live are um, uh, Jim Phelps and his wife, and Jim Phelps kills his wife, and then Ethan kills Ethan kills Jim. Yeah, uh, but... Ving Rhames is the only one who lives. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's oh, it. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, because yeah. they were kind of making him like a one-man James Bond. Mission Impossible was almost like the Ethan Hunt series. Yeah. And then they realized, oh, maybe a few a few people might not be a bad idea. It wasn't... Yeah, but if you watch the TV series back in the 60s... Well, yeah, but... You know, obviously, I, I watch reruns. But we, 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 but we did a review that, on the first Mission Impossible. Yeah, but it was all about team, wasn't it? it was right, but about, the first Mission Impossible, the actors came out and were like, this has got about as much to do with the original Mission Impossible. Well, as, yeah, I know. So it, it was just the power of a name and in that theme also song. also having right? the different directors um, and different style of movies going through the franchise, that's kind of stopped after the third. Uh, a, different, a different director? Yeah. Yeah, the fourth, I believe, it was the fourth Macquarie's first? It might be. If it wasn't the fourth, it was the fifth. The and he's carried the rest of it. Because the first one's Brian De Palma. The second one is John Woo. John Woo. The third one's J.J. Abrams. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we talk about uh, Haley Atwell, who I think is fantastic in this? Is she the blonde one? No, she's the brunette who's kind of probably the female lead character, if we wanted to name one. The one I said a little bit posh voice. Yes. 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 I, I liked her. She's Peggy Carter in the Avengers movies, isn't she? Oh, she is. Yeah, she is. Oh my god! Which stunned me because I thought she'd have been older than uh, than she was at this point. But yeah, yeah she's uh, god, she is. She's got that strong jawline, hasn't she? Yeah. God, yeah. I mean, she's pretty old right now. She's forty one. No, she's more like our age. I mean, yeah, the presenters. I think say that's not old. <laughs> it is. It is when your male co-star is sixty one. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought she was great. I thought they had chemistry from from the off. She held her own. A lot of a lot of comedy. Yeah, there's a couple moments from like, don't forget your backstory. You might be getting too good at some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Yeah, just a thought. But I thought she was excellent. I thought she played. Uh, I thought she brought some vulnerability and some stakes. And by being kind of the stranger amongst the group. Yeah, but she we really got to, held her own. Right, but then we get to see kind of, oh, yeah, the stuff isn't easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this new person who's been dropped in the middle of it. Um, then we've got uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who's been in some of the previous movies as uh, the Ilsa. The, the, 
Ilsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a, she's a British former agent disavowed by MI6. I liked her. Yeah, she's good. I really liked her. She's good. She's good. Not as charismatic. No, but if you go back to the the, the previous um, Mission Impossible's, yep. Even Tom is very motionless with stuff. He he just kind of emotionless. Yeah, is that okay. Yeah, you, you, you said motionless, so oh, I'm like, yeah. he definitely moves around a lot. Oh <laughs> no, I mean emotion wise, he's, he's kind of stoic. He, yeah, he doesn't yeah. really. But in this, he shows a bit more emotion. I feel, and maybe that's because you know everybody else around him is showing a bit more emotion. I don't know. Uh, the female stars continue. Vanessa Kirby, who is was a the blonde one, she's the blonde one. Yeah, she was. She was I good. really liked her. I she really was, liked her. She showed some range. She did. Uh, a lot of female characters, as opposed to, I think Mission Impossible is kind of as guilty as Bond sometimes. And here's your one or two token token women. And do you know something else? They're strong women as well. Strong women. Strong women. Yep. We haven't got to the strongest one yet. No, no, we haven't got the strongest one yet. So, no, you know. But Vanessa Kirby, I thought she was great. I thought she was a great character actress. Um, had a sense of power to her. Sense of power, sense of humor. Yeah, tons of humor for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about since you brought it up, uh, Palm Clementiev, who people probably remember. I don't know if you uh, recognized her earlier. I had to wait to the end of the movie to go right, and then reverse engineered which character she was. <laughs> this is Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my god! Yeah. Is it really? It is. Wow. Yeah. With, without those like CGI enhanced eyes. Two opposing characters, uh, aren't very, they? Yeah, and very different. Uh, she plays Paris in this movie. Um, I liked her. Badass. Yeah. Absolute badass. Oh, my God. Yeah. You want to see range. She shows more range than most of them. There's times where movies decide, we're going to put in a woman, and she's going to kick all the ass. And yeah. you're going, okay, but she's supposed to be believable at the end of a day. Yeah. And usually you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure she is. Sure. No, but this will absolutely... Nails it. And Nails they weren't it. shy about... They weren't shy. It wasn't like, I'm a woman, so you can't hit me if I'm trying to you're hit you. are just defending, yeah. <laughs> they no, once you've pretty much established you're trying to do me harm, yeah. I'm going to have to hit you back to stop that. <laughs> yeah, I, I commend them for that. I, as do I. Uh, yeah, I said yeah, that's yeah. one of my biggest problems with The Mandalorian is that when uh, a female character starts fighting a male character, it's like, well, fight's over here. We know who's, <laughs> we know who's winning. It's just defend, 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 <laughs> yep, defend. Yep, it's going to be the way that it is. Um... Speaking of defend, 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 we haven't talked about the big, uh, the big bad as established at least in the, in the trailer, and that is Asai Morales, who plays Gabriel. Oh, the, Gabriel! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He is he's great, great. But do you know what they? They kind of. But I call BS that. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay, I'm going to worry about that after the break. Go ahead. <laughs> well, maybe that be might be the same thing because they made him more robotic in his way. He was. He's just cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't seem with it. <laughs> it's really hard because the trailer shows you nothing to do with what the plot's really about. No, they don't. So we're having to sidestep a lot of the uh, sort we of do, key do, information here. And then I'll tell you one thing it didn't sidestep, though, and I was quite surprised by this. And that was the uh, they showed us Henry Zerny, who played Kittredge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kittredge is back. And Kittredge has not been back since the first movie. Wow. And I'll tell you what. He's awesome in this. He's brilliant. He was slimy in the first one. He's just as good now. Yeah, but in, in a in a very good way in this one, isn't he? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I love that because you you. I don't know. Can you? Yeah, I mean, because what? I, again, I don't want to give too much away. They make him out to be one thing in this movie, 
and something else. So you think, hang on, is he this? Is he that? Is he what's going on? Here? So Kittredge is a character with a bit of a slimy legacy, and they go, they don't. It's they, hard to say they, they leave you guessing as to elements of that. Yeah, whereas yeah, morality you, is a bit yeah, of a yeah, you know, like, bit of a thing. But I think, you, I think that's fairly. I think that's fairly. I think it's fairly early. That's established. It left, movie, it's left, yeah, it's left ambiguous for a little while. Though. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit of a moving target throughout. I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I don't know if you noticed this. I just checked it to make sure there is a sizable part for as you wish himself, Carrie Elwes, Carrie Yules, I think is actually how you pronounce it. Uh, Wesley from. Um, the Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That was him. That was him. It took me a bit to go, oh, I know you, this I guy. I know that face. He's good. He is good. He's yeah, good yeah. in this. He was. He yeah. didn't look like he's aged, though. He's done all right. He, he got Can to he? a certain point, and you're like, oh, he's gotten old. But then since he's got to that point, he hasn't aged since then at no, all. No, he, he's great. He's looking already. He's doing great. He's yeah. doing great. A uh, lot of moving pieces. There's definitely going to be um, more of it as... As we move uh, forward, there's other p- parts that have been created that are going to be clearly bigger in part two as a result of what happens in part one. Do you think, because obviously the big stunt that's in this movie is shown in the trailer. Yep. Do you do you think that um, they're holding back on the big stunts for the next one? That be, number two, I imagine, would be more story-based than number one, but there still are. Based on what we see, there's going to be a whole bunch of, like, if you think about where our MacGuffin is sitting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's going to require some sort of cool stunt, but of course. But it requires it's it's a tricky one visually. We like uh, I'm trying to be really careful. I know, I know, (laughs) it's hard, isn't it? There are things that think about the big stunts here, and think about what allowed you to get the best views of those stunts. These are things that are going to be obstacles. Yeah, yeah. When you're going after the MacGuffin, Mm -hmm. look at me trying to get all the way around this here. Yeah, but going back to that big stunt though, I loved how they showed you a close up of Tom pulled back and then went with him on the bike. Yeah, and followed him over. Yep, I thought that was all in Tom, one. Take. Tom's always got that one giant stunt. And yeah. after the break, I want to play a little game of uh, looking at what, what the what the best stunts in uh in the Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. History are. Because it's it's a fairly short list, but we'll talk about it after the break a little bit. So there we go. If you're on the fence, folks, you're going to have to uh, go ahead and check out. You have to watch the film now so you can hear what we're talking about. Think about where we're going to rank things. Because it's interesting. There's a fairly short list. Um, I'll say this. I've never actually thought this while watching a film before. If this doesn't get nominated for best sound editing in some capacity... (laughs) For an Oscar, like this thing, I've never sat and gone, the sound editing here is Oscar worthy. The sound editing this is Oscar worthy. Yeah. I'm thinking about the big motorized chase sequence. Oh, that was good. Wasn't the it? sound in that was amazing. Oh, brilliant. And I'm never one that usually go, oh, I like the sound. That's usually Ethan's, <laughs> Ethan's thing. Yeah. Julian likes color grading. Ethan likes sound editing. But uh, yeah, no, I was really, really on board with the sound editing. I thought it was fantastic. And I'm a big fan of glare. And I, <laughs> I lens flare and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love it. I thought it was one of the most original um, sort of chase sequences ever. It was brilliant, And uh, we'll talk a bit more about that after Ray as well, but especially after, it reminded me in a lot of ways of the chase sequence they tried to kind of pull off in Indiana Jones. 
Uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Very that similar. and uh, oh, what was the the Gray Man? You ever see the Gray Man on Netflix? No. Oh, it's 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 your, your kind of movie. No, is it? You'd really like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. It's all stuff blowing up with no real reason for it. Hold oh. <laughs> on, I'm in. George, George and I did this. He just kept on that. Did you? Probably about a year ago now. Yeah, wow, it's Ryan Gosling kind of doing like a one man oh, vigilante. He's one of my favorites. He's like a one man Mission Impossible thing unto himself. So yeah. Why have I not seen this? Oh, you'd love this. <laughs> you would. <laughs> There's your thing. Watch it and then get back to me on it because I bet, I bet you love this movie. Pretty attractive woman. Bit of a car chase. Yeah, we movie. got that. We got that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, a few jokes. I'm, I'm all good. Is Billy Bob Thornton? I think Billy Bob Thornton's in it as well. Billy Bob. Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans plays 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 a baddie. Oh, does he? Oh, he's and he's great at it oh, too. Hang on, did I see a trailer for that? Is he? Does he have like a small? Yeah, cash? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw a trailer. Oh, for that. so so some of the acting. There's there's a couple actors who are flipping terrible. Oh, it. really? Oh, I was like. This is horrendous. <laughs> the one guy was from, um, oh, what's that? What's that show with all the sex? Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton. I've never yeah. seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah, but, I've not yeah. seen it either. Um, but he's from that apparently. And I'm like, that's how you, okay. Well, how do you get this gig? Oh, he already works for Netflix. There we go. Oh, Answer. Uh, <laughs> and there's a woman who does something else, I think, for now. I'm like, oh, this is, is that the Armist in that? I think the Armist is in it as well. Oh. Yeah, so it's a good cast. It's got a great cast. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's an oldie for the BFE. Do you know what, right? I was reading um, something, I'm going completely off topic here, but I was reading something yesterday about Michael Caine when they did that sequence with um, Heath Ledger coming in as the Joker. And um, he was saying that um, he was totally scared, so scared, in fact, when he came in and did his bit and he spoke to him, he forgot his lines. He was like, what the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, just totally taken aback by it. you know it. what I mean? Could you imagine? Yeah. Um, so I guess, I mean, I, there's no point in belaboring the point here. Let's go ahead and give, give, give a verdict. I mean, oh. and then we can talk about it. <laughs> Hang on. You know, you did your impression. That reminded me of the Joker, hence why I said what I said. But you try to do Al Pacino. With the big ass. Oh, yeah, it's got a great... <laughs> it's supposed to be she's got a... <laughs> he's, asking, he's asking, what's his yeah. name? Why'd you do it? And then Pacino <laughs> dials up to 10 and goes, because she's got a great ass. I thought you was doing Joker. No, That's no, no. <laughs> no, that was Pacino doing great cast. What was that, Heat? Yeah, <laughs> and then I just tweaked. Your yeah. face just went. Was he just? Said yeah, that? I was. I was like, I don't get that. I'm like, I'll, I'll let him tell a story, but I, I don't know. I guess we're just talking about really powerful performances. I suppose. He's led you, Joker. Oh, that was funny. Why, why would you do that to me? <laughs> that's that's me trying to do ledger. Ian, why so serious? Why, why? <laughs> do you want to know how I got these stars? Stars, S T A R S. Since we're talking about casting, oh yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, a great yeah. cast. <laughs> you want to know how I got these stars? <laughs> I paid them off. <laughs> I was watching the old Mission Impossible films, and I was like, "Why so serious?" <laughs> Um, oh, time to give our verdict. Liam, see it or skip it? See it. Absolutely see yeah, it. Yeah, it's an unabashed see it. This is, the last time I had this much fun in the movies was Top Gun Maverick. Um, it's hard because it's a part one, so you don't get closure. You get, it's clever, we'll though. leave it here for now. Yeah, 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 because I said to you, if that's a part one, it's hard to tie things up without tying them up. I'm trying to think. Part ones are hard. Uh, I'm trying to think of ones I've seen part ones for. I think we can include... Well, I'll talk about it in a second. Um, Deathly Hallows Part 1, boring. Mm. Um, 
Breaking Dawn Part One. Terrible. Not seen it. Um, anything where you clearly, I mean, you can kind of look. I think you have to look at Empire Strikes Back as as a part one of a two part finale. Because of where they leave it. It's oh, exactly yeah, what it do, is. They do leave it. Too, yeah, I think it's more a part one. You can argue, is Dark Knight a part one? Well, no, because that story's wrapped up. The Joker's in jail. There's no big elements that still have to drop. But no, with Star Wars, yeah. Han's captured. <clears throat> we just found out that Luke's, you know, he's missing a hand. Darth yeah. Vader's still out there. Clearly a part one that needs a resolution, whereas the first Absolutely. movie was like a standalone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could argue The Matrix... Um, reloaded i can't remember them i I had so many good ideas with the second one yeah because there's a bit they never explained (laughs) maybe the fourth one does i ain't watching it to find out i ain't seen that either. but he gets back into zion right Mm -hmm. so zion being the real world yep and some sentinels which are like those robotic kind of like fishy things come come out yep yep. squids or something yeah and he holds up his hands and he catch one and they know they like electrocute and fall to the ground And I'm like, oh, there's two matrixes. There's a matrix (laughs) inside a matrix. Because the only explanation, how else can he use his, because all his powers are just supposed to be in the matrix. That's, but now he's got like superpowers in the real world. So there's got to be a second matrix inside of a matrix. It's like, you know, like like Russian nesting dolls or something like that. And then the third one, they went, yeah, we're just going to ignore that happened. (laughs) Are we going to explain that? No. No. (laughs) Are we going to like do any? Nope. Please. You remember when you guys said, we can do that. No, no, you really didn't. Nope. Nope. Hey, look. Look at all the kung fu fighting and the bowling sound effect. That, oh. that first movie's brilliant. It's great. It's great. And, and for anybody who off. says, oh, it was always meant to be a trilogy, bull. Star Wars was always meant to be bull. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy any of this stuff. Uh, but I, what I will say is look at Avengers Infinity War as a great way to do a part oh, one. You leave it off. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's got to be another shoot a drop. And originally it was going to be Infinity War part one, Infinity War part two. That was the original plan I'm for glad it. they did what they did. And they said, and, and they went instead to go, no, it needs to be its own self-contained kind of thing. Yeah. But there's a link. But I think it is but very that, much. That ending, it's still part Infinity one, part Wars, two. It's just like, what? And you walked out going, what the fuck? Huh. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. It leaves you. So they tried to do something similar with this and we will... We will touch base with that after we get to uh, the other side. So that is two see-its from us. What are you doing now? Stop it. Pause it. Go watch it. Then come back and catch out our thoughts on the full thing. I've got some complaints, but we'll find out about that on the other side. So it's about that time. We'll catch you on the flippity-flap. The flippity-flip-flop. Spoiler. 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 He lives in a house in a very big, big house. Spoiler like country. Me. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, I'll start with the beginning, right? Yeah, you start with anything you want. Okay. You know the bit where he gets the message at every beginning of every movie? So in this case, he's getting food delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, and it says, this mission, should you choose to accept, mm-hmm. uh, will self-destruct in whatever, blah, 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 right? What happens if he goes, nah, I don't want that one. Too risky. They've just told him everything that, they, you know, that is privy in closed quarters that you, you shouldn't know so <gasps> high up. Yeah, you, know, you just told me all this shit. Nah. Do they get paid for it? Is it like a contract? You know I mean? So, well, the thing is, What though, benefit is there to me to actually go do this thing? Yeah, but the thing is, though, right? You're going to take it, aren't you? So why, why say, should you choose to accept? Wouldn't it be great if we had a movie that was like, you choose to accept it? And he went, no. And the rest of the movie is just like a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the news and blew up. He's like, oh. Ah, see, that could have been uh, me. Lucky oh, skin. that could have. Uh... <laughs> bowling? Let's go bowling. 
Um, what I didn't like was that they've created a backstory for him that 30 years ago he joined the IMF because uh, someone who we later find out is Gabriel kills someone and that is that he, his love interest or a work colleague or i think what? no I, it's supposed to be a lot because before he gets involved in what and then he does something so bad that they kind of go look we can forgive your crime if you do this they don't say what that crime is though no i that might be a reveal in part two i imagine they're going to tell Haley atwell's character in part two what happened it must be because at the end of the day is this like um do you remember i suppose to the american listeners it's the point of no return but over here it's called the assassin with bridget fonda no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so she's a big drug addict, and she's broken into things and s- killed somebody, and basically being put to death. She's going to be right. she's going to be lethal injection, and then Gabriel Byrne comes in, stops it, and says, "Right, you sober up, but you work for us as an assassin." Yeah, I suppose. Is this this kind of thing? Well, it's not. I mean, catch me if you can, isn't it? Yeah, we can leave you rotten, Leo. You can go to jail, or, or you, you can, can help us catch us. guys. Yeah, 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 same idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. So something like that. But it feels like <clears throat> the seventh movie is a bit of a strange time to give us this backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 just a thing. Some backstory would have been good in, in throughout. Because in the first one, it's just like, hey, we're a team of agents and you're like my number two guy. But I guess if you go back, I don't think, I know he wanted to carry on as a franchise, but it all depended on the first one, didn't it? Did, do, will that do well? If it doesn't do well, then the franchise is uh, over. Yeah, I remember. I mean, th- like franchises weren't even really, I mean, sequels were barely a thing. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, like... Unless you go for Police Academy. Like your, yeah, Police Academy. <laughs> Not exactly high. No, no, nor did they do that well. They just did well enough to keep making them. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like that that much. Uh but I really enjoyed the airport sequence. Oh, that the- was clever. That scared me, though, because, you know, this whole writer's strike and actor strike with the AI intelligence and stuff, this kind of plays into that. Yeah, but you can't, you can't use people's likeness, though. So I can't make a movie with your likeness and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hire you as an actor. I just used your likeness. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, with the whole swapping faces yep. on the on the screens. Yep. I mean, that was pretty much what they were doing there, wasn't it? Well, in the universe, yes. In, 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 in reality, they just filmed Tom Cruise walking well, and then no, cut I, it. I, I know that, but I mean, it was just funny that they're using AI intelligence in this. Yeah. And uh, can we just say the the whole premise is a bit silly? Yeah. AI has developed intelligence and is moving like it's like. It's, it's, it's like my computer is Thanos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's going, right, what's every single possibility is going to work out here? Yeah, yeah, And, and then and I'm gonna, telling you what you're thinking and how so you're going to do things. As long as you act, you know, and when you know that, are you able to, I'm never like, oh, I knew it would be here. And I'm like, if I do anything that's just like wildly out of character, and AI can't predict that. It's not God. It doesn't know what no, fate is. Exactly. It said it will do the most likely combination. So based on, based on what? Based on prior existing data. Yeah. So if prior existing data has suggested I will always go to the airport, okay, I'm going to go to the train today because I've never taken trains. I'm going to say really loudly, I hate trains. <laughs> you know, it's like when you start talking about, now that I've said trains five times, I'm going to open my phone, my Facebook's going to have an advertisement for trains. Because everything's is, listening to us. It is listening. But Big everybody decided independently they're going to call it the entity. It didn't matter if it was the British, yeah. it was the Russians, it was the French, it was the Italians. They were all saying the entity. Did they look at together and, and come up with, we need to what name this thing. The entity. <laughs> I'm going to call it the entity. Stupid. Uh, 
What would have been funnier, though, is if somebody called it something different, and they go, is that what you call it? Oh. <laughs> I did wonder why they kept showing us these shots in the opening sequence underneath the submarine, the Russian submarine, yeah, of, yeah. like, this, like, like the um, power bars turning from green to red. I was like, "What is, is this like? Has the sub gone evil? Are we looking at evil sub? And in a well, sense, kind of, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Tell you what, that was a, a couple of movies with, with, with underwater seats really close to that Titanic oh, I thing. Know. That's nuts. I was it? like, another sunken submarine. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> in the Bering Strait. I'll tell you what did get me. You know when the people float to the top and they hit the ice? They hit the ice. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, shit. Here's my thought. No, I want to know about computers and stuff. Is it like a watertight compartment it's in? It must be in that sphere. Because I'm like, if the bodies got out, that yeah. would suggest they ripped a pretty sizable hole in the sub. Yeah. So... Did the entity just, like, kill itself by, like, flooding itself? If well, if that's the only way they can fix it, I'm flooding that myself. Well, the weird thing is, though, when they kept going back to it, the room that I was in, because there's a sphere, isn't there, that they're in, right? You come out of that sphere, there's, like, all these other things. They kept showing you that room and the outside room without any water in it. But the bodies suggest that they did rip the sub open. Yep. And it got flooded. So yep. that can't be that airtight inside, can it? And even though, like, we had to go ahead and get ourselves out of a digital world, so there's that shot of everybody typing things out on typewriters, <laughs> or you could just print it. Just, just say it. Yeah. You could print it on a computer that's not connected to a network. I did like the other typewriters. You know, rip out the modem. <laughs> yeah. Plug in your little flash drive. Oh, it's so stupid. Okay, that's technical stuff. I don't know what you mean. Well, the, then Luther <laughs> disappears and says, I need to go to a place that I'm going to track you, but do it from a place where the entity can't find me. And I I'm like, analog off grid. This doesn't exist. No. You can't track because know what the tracking means? That means network. Network. Uh, yeah, you can use the word analog all you want. Yeah, yeah. It's a network. It's, yeah. So if you're going to hide yourself, either he's, you're going to be so far that no one can find you and you can't find anybody, and that's the deal we make, living quote unquote off grid, right? Do you know what you know would have been funny? If he'd got, like, two plastic cups with a line between it, and he goes, take this with you, Ethan. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, it's just a bunch of... They got walkie-talkies and notepads they hold up. Jeez. Oh, dear. So this film did struggle with... And then the idea about it being super... You know, there's a couple of big lines. Gabriel says the, the flash drive will be... No, the key will be brought and put at my feet. Yes. And it actually does. But the likelihood of anything knowing that combination. It's rubbish. The idea that the the entity would be able to figure out that Tom's going to fly through the sixth train where this happens to be. He was going to bloody take off the mountain and jump and where he was going to land, did he? How did the entity know what the starting point was going to be for Tom? Here's my next question. Why is Tom. It's like you showing up somewhere. (laughs) If you're lucky, he shows up two minutes early. Why are you not there half an hour before you have to jump? Yeah, true. That was so dumb. <laughs> Why are you leaving this? Plenty of time. I got time. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop for a Mackey's on the way to a thing. That'd be great if he just had like a burger in his head. Is he sitting there going, am I going to be on time? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're early. And do you know the sad thing? That was though? so dumb. Do you know the sad thing? They, the train they use is the Orient Express. Yeah. And they trash it. Yeah, but yeah, they do. They do. They trash it. Um, so the big stunt, of course, being the jump off the side. Cool, wasn't it? Look cool. That looked very cool. Um, where does it rank? Let's do, let's do this now while I'm thinking about it. Where does it rank? My big one. Oh, I'm trying to think. But do you know the hardest bit? When you start getting Simon Pegg era. Yeah. 
they all start to blend. What? What? These are the set pieces? No, 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 no. The movies, they all tend oh, to... Oh, the movies, but what about the stunts? The stunts are memorable. Because you've got that one, is it, Ghost Pro Cool, where he's hanging on the side of the building, isn't it? That's my number one. Skyscraper. My number one is him climbing up a side of my the... My heart was in my mouth. Of the... Is it, is it, is it the... the the Grand Khalifa? Is that it? I called it the Wiz Khalifa once and got ripped on yeah, endlessly because that's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, yeah. Is it, is it the Grand Khalifa? I'm taking a look here. My, my, my heart was in my mouth when he did that. Jesus. Grand. Uh, oh, Hotel. Birmingham? Nope, that's not what I want. No, that's not that one. Uh, I'll say Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Building Tom Cruise. Outside of... Doing stunts. Because he's a crazy madman. Which which I love. Why are you not telling... If you didn't say in Prague, I don't want Prague. It wasn't Prague. Can you not do the voice Ghost thing? Protocol. Let's see if that tells me. I think that's the one, isn't it? Uh, what was the hotel in Ghost Protocol? It was the Burj Khalifa. Burj Khalifa. Nothing grand about it. No. I thought it was pretty grand. It, it was yeah. pretty good. Um, that's my favorite of all time, is him outside the, every element of it, him falling, oh, him God. him looking over and seeing the glove fall off, yeah. <laughs> but then seeing it stuck back on. Oh, oh it's funny. Hard in your mouth, isn't it? It's a fantastic, and then Simon Beckham says, whew, whew, it was hard, but, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> then you also have the one with the plane, where he's on the side of the plane. That's my number three. Hanging on, isn't it? That's my number three. It's cool. Like, it's fu- I don't that, know. that feeling when the plane takes off and then it's, the camera and the, it's a great visual but at no point am i it doesn't build tension he's just there you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm still thinking geez that's a lot of, yeah, absolutely lot and he was like he's properly like locked it as far as what's impressive very impressive but as far as what, what i think was a there's that long shot of him just climbing up the side of the building in that hotel oh, i'm just yeah, like yeah. It, it's perfect yeah and then my number two is him in the white room in the first Mission Impossible? Oh, the boom, boom, as he comes down. Yeah, the origin of of, of the magic doohick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that thing that, that un- yeah. unscrews and catches it, but also shoots like oh, yeah, the, the ultimate magic doohickey. That was that, that was. was the first time we used that term, I believe. Oh, uh, so I love the magic doohickey. Um, you know, also up there, uh, him riding the motorcycle with the girl in MI two. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I know you do. That's my favorite. <laughs> Is there, that's your number one? Yeah. I love that film. That's, no, no, I'd say favorite film. I'm asking is that your favorite stunt. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. my question. No, what's no, the, no, what's, no, what's no. the best What's the best Mission Impossible stunt set piece, whatever you want to call it? Okay, okay, okay. Because the all-white room where you can't touch it, you can't. There's the, Remember the sweat, the bead of sweat yeah, as it runs down? Yeah. Like, that's tension. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know true. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's different from that's different from driving driving a motorbike off a cliff. Yeah. But still really exciting in two different ways. Whereas the hanging onto a plane, just I can't believe he did that. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So those are my three. Uh, I'd probably say the, the, the Burj Khalifa. Only because yeah, it's my, one. my heart was in my mouth with that. Yeah, it was great. And when you know, he and it does, was a race against time. You got to yeah. get there before they get up. It was, it's Ooh, per, I teach it, that sequence because it, it's that it good. It builds a lot of tension, doesn't yeah. it? I teach it because it's yeah, that yeah, good. Yeah. Like they use so much good stuff to make us laugh, to make us go, <gasps> to make us get worried. <laughs> yeah, like it's brilliant. It's a lot of stuff yeah. in one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'll say this much before, hopefully we don't miss this. The fight sequence where uh, the British girl, is it Il- Ilsa? Ilsa? Yeah. Is fighting Gabriel on oh. the, is it called the Minute Bridge? Yeah. That, and it was, it was a beautiful place to fight. Oh. And then in, you've on got- that, on that bit with the building and the, the the junction isn't it of the water 
Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. a canal, like, and there's like a little bridge over it. Yeah, and then you've got that's being cross cut with a fight that's going on between Paris and Ethan and some random dude. and some random guy in like this really claustrophobic uh, alleyway. But you know, like what? it's so tight. I was and I didn't think that was going to be effective, but it really it was. Really was. Yeah. yeah. And you know, when she gets that bar, doesn't she? She just well, she sort of like walks it, almost uh, like a prison guard yeah, on the things down, at down first. And, and like, she's like, "I'm going to beat the crap out of you, Ethan yeah. Hunt, <laughs> and you can't go anywhere." So when so when he like hits her back, I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> as you should," because she's really going for it. She's a strong ass character. Yeah, she is. She is until Act 3, and they go, what do we do with her? They didn't know how Let, to... Let's kill her off and turn her good! They didn't really know how to market her, really, I think, as a as a, a persona, because she kept changing her look quite There's, dramatically. I mean, she's in the black... Um, SUV. She's in the black thing. SUV Hummer thing yeah. in the chase scene, and she's pretty much she's just like, like the number one enemy in that. Yeah, and she's like some crazed psychopath who's just like tunnel vision, isn't yep. it? Yep. And she's laughing away she's through. Like, she's like a horror villain. Every time you think you're free, all the, oh, she's there again. <laughs> and, and you know when she runs over the, the scooters? Yeah. She's like, ha, 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 I love this sequence because Haley Atwell is so... Because usually you see people go to Venice and the streets are famously narrow and Bond will be making all these perfect turns. Yeah. She's hitting walls. Hitting she's hitting other cars. <laughs> she's getting a concussion. She's knocking bikes over. Uh, uh, so that was really, that was really fun. And even even Tom himself has a hard time when he it does. switches to a, a Fiat. I wonder how much Fiat got for for, for this. That was a nice little scene. It, it was a great scene because they misdirect you into thinking it's like it's like Lamborghini, and then out pops the Fiat, and you're like, okay, that's funny. But the sad thing is, they give it away in the trailer, though, don't they? See, I'd forgotten it. Yeah, and again, because there was an underwhelming chase sequence in a sense of like it's not your ideal vehicle in uh in indiana jones so i thought they were actually quite, quite similar to, to, to compare i thought it was quite clever how they handcuffed each other together but the wrong side yes so they have to keep swapping who's driving and that was fun she sometimes it's her turns to drive and that was his turn to drive that was clever when um they fell down the steps yeah and they that was when they're seats. free and yeah or, yeah <laughs> he was driving and this and great she, cat and mouse was. about how much can they trust each other can they really okay now she's on board no she's not really on board or someone's stolen this now they've stolen this and yada 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 so i did think i was a bit of a one step too far when they'd um went onto the train tracks because obviously if something's on train tracks you go oh danger's coming she does throw him a uh paper clip that's been sort of straightened up yeah i know but he don't use the paper clip though does he because he can't do it that's great <laughs> he takes the steering wheel off yeah i mean I, I will say it was on a curve and like uh, the train's honking pretty early and i'm like you can't see him no why are you honking i know it's for us to make us feel concerned but yeah. why why are you honking man <laughs> um i didn't like how they killed paris off because all of a sudden Gabriel goes, I can't trust you either. And it's like, well, you couldn't trust her five minutes ago. Why are you doing Do it you now? you know the strange thing? If they had kept her alive, I'd like to have seen her avenge and help. Do you know what oh, I mean? Too many characters. Yeah, but she was great in this. Because there's those two guys who were on the roof of the train with Tom, who I think are going to be a massive part of the last film. The guys who work for MI6? Uh, IMF. IMF, sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be huge. Um, I didn't catch. Uh, oh, did I have I closed my one of them? My looked, one of them looked familiar to me. The older one. Uh, he would be Briggs, played by Shea Wiggum. He looked. He looked familiar. Uh, did he? Yeah, I don't remember seeing him in anything. Let's take a look. He's apparently in. Uh, he's most well known for Take Shelter, Splinter. 
Uh, wrist cuffers, a love story. No, not. Yeah, there's nothing here, man. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe just like somebody I knew. Oh, apparently he's in the gray man. <laughs> anyway, you, you watch the gray man. You can see oh. him there. There. Cool. So then you can say, yeah, hey, I, I told you I knew him from somewhere. <laughs> and then you had, um, Greg Tarzan Davis. I can't make this up. That's Greg great. Tarzan, uh, who played Degas, who I thought was really great. I, I, li- I liked him better than the other one. Yeah, but you're supposed to. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's the one. Oh, man. Maybe Ethan Hunt's a good guy. And Briggs like, no, no. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's always going rogue. <laughs> and Degas yeah. is like, but maybe he's got a good reason every time he goes rogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work with someone who reminds me of Degas. Where I'm like, this person's just frustrating me and they're like well maybe they have a good no they don't no they don't they're just not doing their job right <laughs> you're a lovely person stop looking for the good he's just he's they're just not good so there uh, we go <laughs> when they did you think to yourself though when they said uh, stop the train they go we can't stop the train did you think to yourself well just get out and just take the carriages off because i did no no oh. That's what they did, though. In the end. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, that bit where they were going from train car to train car to train car. Oh, that's a bit I was going. Come on, I was going. You know what? This is this is, and we said about it the other day. I forgot what movie we were talking about, but this is the last fifteen minutes of speed. It's the last fifteen minutes of Twister. It's the last. You know, the big thing happened. You avoided going over the edge. Yeah. If they just gotten back on board and had the same conversation that they did, and she can, you know, Paris can do the save on the first rather than on the third or fourth. Yeah. I'm really quite good. I'm not. I'm like, boy, I'm glad I had those last three scares out of the way with the uh, piano. But not only that, you like to yourself. Well, if you if that train keeps pulling it over, then surely they'll just do every single one. Especially the because very end. there's less. Every time you one falls down, there's less weight to balance it on the other side. Yeah. So theoretically, it should be increasing in speed, yes. not decreasing. Exactly. Yeah. So just show it once. You don't need to show it. Yeah, six show it once and be done. You can have the piano in the first one, yeah, and then you're done. Because the yeah. piano was a cool visual when you look down. It's like that scene in uh, at the start of the Dark Knight Rises, where the bottom of the plane falls off, and oh, it's yes. just you know yeah, it's yeah. just hanging there. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. So I thought that was maybe a bridge too far. Um, <laughs> bridge too far. <laughs> a bunch of bridges. Yeah. Uh, I did. I mean, uh, you always knew Haley Atwell was going to survive the film. They said one of these two women will. Well, will die yeah yeah yeah. it was a given because she was one who was given more more glory if you like in the film what i don't understand is why i don't need you see him on the bridge just walk away mm. he's not chasing you they literally came to him yeah i don't get it i don't <laughs> hey you know how we can make sure let's both of us go somewhere we'll go eat some ice cream and if we're both eating ice cream you can't come kill us because we're both there no eating ice cream see Bet you the entity didn't see that coming because the entity's never tasted ice cream. No, exactly. Problem solved. Problem solved. Um, Kittrich being the buyer. Nice twist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was not expecting that. And then, when, and, 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 then, and then when he does, it totally makes sense with his character. His character would be that guy. Yeah, but it made it... When it, it kept, they kept you guessing, or they did me anyway, because I thought, well, they said, you're not supposed to be here, sir. And he's like, well, I'm not here. That's the point. Yeah, because he's and like, like, yeah. Uh, ooh, oh, shit. This is all under the, under the table. The other day, America but, but still... you don't know who's crossing who and what's going on, do you? You're thinking to yourself... Is- well, no, no. You know Kidrich is being a bastard. Oh, okay. Because we've said no government should have this power. He clearly we want the power. Yeah, true. That's why they're there, and that's why... Um, what's his name's there, too? Wesley, as you wish. Oh. He's there for that reason, too. He's a bastard as well. Oh. Yeah. 
that's why they're saying we're not really here because yeah we're not supposed yeah we uh, are the we're the bad guys <laughs> so that's why briggs is the one who when he says later with all due respect sir if you're not here it's because he's telling the bat he's it's because briggs or whatever his name is mm. the one you, you didn't like as much he's he's sort of turning good now yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's telling kittredge you know don't matter you're, you're yeah, not really yeah, here yeah, are you yeah, sir yeah so there's that side of it so I think the big thing is going to be kind of where do we all leave? I imagine the last ones with, with, with the with the IMF disbanding. Yeah, that'd be sad though. Well, you you, you got to find a way to put a full stop to something. It's clear they're being exploited by what, the people running the system now. What would this? What would this uh, be? The next one? What, how many are there? Eight. Oh, there's eight. So this will be this will be seven point two. It's seven yeah, part two, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends if you look at it as an eighth movie or a second part of film seven. Oh, I'd say as an eighth movie. Well, yeah, it depends how. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I'd be interested to see how they tie it up, and I'd be interested to see because, like you say, Tom's what sixty one now. I think he, I'm not sure. I think he shot him back to back. I think so. Why wouldn't you? You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Production so, costs and all that business. You you chewing back to back. This will do really well at the box office. This will do really really well. Well, it shocked me because the last three or four movies hasn't really had a big impact but mission possible yeah 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 yeah. they've kind of just been these are these action movies blah 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 and they've been sort of slated critically yet this one was getting good reviews and i thought well that seems odd that's the reason i went should we go see that because that's getting good reviews Hmm. so i just thought you know here we go box office history go for it so the first one uh, all the way back in 1996. Yep. That done well. Uh, it did $457 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in 1996 was, was like amazing. ridiculous money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MI2 then does 549. Not the jump up I thought it would be. Oh, I loved it. MI3 does just under 400. Yeah. So it's the lowest of the bunch. Yeah. And then they get lower and lower, I guess. Nah, Ghost Protocol comes in just shy of 700. Really? Yep. 694. Wow. Then comes. Uh, Rogue Nation, just shy of that last one. It's at 688. Oh. Then you've got Fallout, 786. Oh, they're all done really so well. They're all doing really well. And then the new one's already at $246 million. That's nuts, isn't it? But I will say this. The production budget for the for this movie we just watched yeah. was almost $300 million. Wow. So you probably need to bring in seven, 750s low. You probably got to bring in like between I don't know, eight fifty in a bill just to break even. That's nuts. In this climate? So what you, know, was, you, you know how many films made a billion dollars this year? Uh Top Gun? No. That was last year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. One film has made a billion dollars this year. Which is Super Mario Brothers movie. Really? Yeah. I'm in a fantasy box office with uh uh Stu from Stu World Order and Kev from the podcast that wouldn't die. Wow. And uh yeah. Even Guardians three topped out around 850 really i think yeah it's definitely not it's definitely not not a billion it's somewhere between the high sevens and the mid eights oh okay yeah so, so i wonder what the production value was on the first one production budget yeah i can tell you that okay <laughs> the production budget on the first one was 80 million dollars wow so yeah it's uh this is by far the most it's not even close this is the most expensive by before this the previous high budget was fallout so the the one from 2018 the, the most recent one yeah 178 million okay this one 290 million but do you think that was the production budget for filming them back to back 
I don't think so. Or else, the production, if, if the production budget for number two is zero, that's a that's a win. Well, no, I just think maybe they just include that. As I think that Venice sequence is huge money. That, that is huge, huge money. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of CGI. Uh, I think that's the cost up. I think um, this feels like a long shoot. That takes time, mm, right? True. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, the, the, they legitimately like blew up a bridge and. They did. Crash the train, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they legitimately did that. That's not computers. That costs actual money. Yeah, that's not to plan, to explode, to research, to then clean up. Oh, this cleanup is going to cost a lot. There's train still there. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be back tomorrow. It's a tourist spot now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you laugh though. You know the. Um, I was it. You know, yeah, I was. Yeah. You know the train that crashed in. Um, Harrison Ford in the 90s. Fugitive. Fugitive. That's still there on the side of the... Of what, the train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Still there to this very Maybe day. Maybe because they're still so busy searching every outhouse, street house. <laughs> 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 we're coming back and cleaning up the mess. We got to do the Fugitive one day. Dr. Kimball B. That was his name, wasn't it? Uh, Dr. Kimball. Kimball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read somewhere he was supposed to be the original villain. Was he? Yeah, which would have been a much worse movie. Yeah, would he was yeah. brilliant the way he was. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones wins his Oscar for that. He Tommy stole, Lee Jones isn't Tommy Lee Jones until that movie. He stole the movie. That, yeah. That, that speech he gives. Yeah. The, the, com- the commandness he gives. Brilliant. He's great. Yeah. Because we're all on the side of Richard Kimball. We're all on Harrison Ford's because we've been aligned to him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've seen he didn't do it. Yeah. But then he wake. But then we see Tommy Lee Jones, and Tommy Lee Jones isn't your mustache twirling villain. He's just a guy doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's And he doesn't care. It's not his job. He's not the judge. He's not the jury. My job is you escape from prison. It's my job um, to bring you in. You. Yeah. That's None of that stuff is my remit. No. None of it. Oh, he's great. Is he Is he the same character in U.S. Marshals, or is that yeah. a different movie? Oh, he's a good it's, it's like an unofficial sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the link. Because I did like that, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. In the middle of his troubled days. <laughs> yeah. He still managed to do good stuff, though. Oh, he was always a good actor. Always. Ally McBeal. Yeah. Oh, he was great in Ally McBeal. Oh, I loved Ally McBeal. He gave that a bit of life in the show again, didn't he? And when he left, you felt oh, it. Oh, you felt it, you did. Because they tried to recapture that magic with a with, few people. With Bon Jovi and... Matthew Perry? Yeah, it didn't really work. Matthew Perry, he wasn't going to stick around. Bon Jovi is like, what are we doing? <laughs> I know. Here's a highly skilled actor. Who do we some of? The pretty rock star who's got, like, no acting talent. But he's a name. That's when he was trying to make it. Oh, he won. Yeah. Way. Did he? Well, he did that U boat something, didn't he? U boat 63. Oh, see, so like U571 or something? Yeah, like that? that thing. Yeah, Harrison Ford. I think he was in that as well. Yep. So there we go. Yeah. So uh, I think we've pretty much hit our. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we've uh, not touched on that we, that we should. Uh, obviously, the next one, they've set us up. So, you know, Kittrich now has custody of Grace. Yep. That's where that's left. Because. Ethan said, um, I trust him, go to him. No, I think he's playing I think he's playing a few moves ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think he really does trust Kittridge. I just think he knows I didn't trust him. I think much like the entity, he he knows what Kittridge will do. Oh, okay. Um Ethan's out there with Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. They're off doing bro stuff. Yo, bro. Um Ving Rames is off the grid. Off the grid. <laughs> doing whatever off the, he's he's looking he's looking for wool hats. That's what he's doing. Yeah. With computers that don't go on networks. All right. 
Uh, I truly believe he wear those hats outside of filming. I think <laughs> Carrie Ellis is dead. Yeah, uh, Paris is dead. Yeah, I loved her. She was great. Ilsa is dead. So we're shrinking yeah. our cast down. I think in time for those two guys to join the team. Oh, okay. I think they're going to join the team and be like his bros. So it'll be like Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, and two, yeah, the oh, two okay. of them. Yeah, I think that's our. I hope so. That's our team. I quite like that. Do you think they're going to bring down the boss boss then? Is that what you're thinking? What Kittredge? Yeah. Oh, what's an interesting idea? Does it? Here's the question: Do they have here? Do they kill off Ethan Hunt? Because a major theme was I put any of your lives ahead of mine. Yes, he did say that, didn't he? Repeatedly. Repeatedly, yeah. Surely you're building to that. Because this feels like it's their end game. Like they're going for this. It feels like that. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get everybody, all the pieces in play. We got one more push. They put a lot of heart into this as well. Like this is Thanos. Him turning the key is going to be like snapping his fingers. That's exactly what this is. Mm. So I think I think he dies. I think he fl- he gets in there, he opens it up, he floods it, and he has to stay there to flood it. That, that's my prediction. Ooh. And then it's definitely done. And then it's then it's Hunt for the Red October. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hunt for the Red October. <laughs> Don't hunt what you can't kill. <laughs> Ethan. Uh. I'm not Ethan. I'm Ethan's twin brother, Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> i was told mr kittredge that if i said that uh if i said that uh, you're gonna offer me a choice i'll take it <laughs> so i want i want to i want you to choose mike <laughs> mike so uh but i think that's where we're going i think we're going for a big sacrifice hey that'd be <sighs> it lines up with what the main theme is of the it movie. does it does it does and that'd cool i'd be heart rendering i think yeah but yeah, I mean, he's, like you say, he's not getting any younger. He's 61 now. And to do another one, they've still got one more to come out. So yep. that'd be another, th- what, two years? I imagine it's next year. Yeah, but I mean, this year and next summer, maybe. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the other Dead Reckoning Part 2. I'm saying it's going to be July next year, I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be all right. 2024, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, 28th of June. Yeah, spring of the time. Yeah, 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 just yeah. under a year. Oh, Okay. So that so it'd be interesting to see because like Maverick, part of the reason why Maverick did so well was like nothing else came out. Nope. Like I said on the pod last week, it felt like this summer for for the first time in a long time there's actually like a slate of movies because you get to Friday or whatever it is, and we have Barbie and we have Oppenheimer both opening up. It's gonna be good. So I think it's gonna be a little bit of stuff going on there. So yeah, I think you're right. So cheers. All right, I think it's time to put a bow on this one and call it a day. It is. All right. So we gave it to uh, to see it. What, what, what's your thought if you got this far, if you went and saw it? Uh, are you up for number two? Did we get it totally wrong? Are you like, oh, they ruined everything good about Mission Impossible? I miss it when it wasn't funny. <laughs> I love it when it's funny. Right. Oh, the humor's so good. <laughs> the humor is very good. Oh, and it's, it's just, and they don't even, it, they don't make Tom Cruise make jokes. The situation is the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the secret. Clever. That's the secret. Yeah. So uh, let us know. We can be reached on Twitter at Best Film Ever Pod. That's at Best Film Ever Pod. And hey, we have a Patreon where occasionally I reach out to peeps like you and say, well, you join 
join us for a see it or skip it because no one else has seen the movie i want to talk about you can find out more about that information by looking at patreon.com slash bfe we kept it simple for you and i feel like i should do a welcome 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 to shy burger freud yeah. who joined the patreon this thank week. you for joining the patreon you'll get the official big one on sunday when we hope to have some big well, we record sunday it'll come out tuesday yeah but we record my my birthday Happy George's birthday. birthday will be just the day Happy before, birthday. and uh, hopefully we'll have some big news to reveal regarding a big milestone, but we will yeah. see. We will Fingers see. Fingers crossed, people. Fingers crossed. So that's where we'll leave it, because I'm going to push this out, like, literally, as we sit here. Okay, Prob- cool. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, no point waiting. Nah, go so, for it. There we are. So uh, that's been the case. So please join us in the future. We will be doing on Sunday, Saving Private Ryan. Not saving Ryan's privates. No. <laughs> Probably the most parodied title of a movie for (laughs) pornographic purposes ever. Yeah. I have heard every combination of that. (laughs) Uh, But no, instead see uh, a pretty... A pretty gruesome film in the first act. Yeah, yeah. That so opening sequence, apparently. Opening sequence on Omaha Beach. You ever see it? No. Shut up, I really? I've never seen it, no. Wow, and Sunday Sunday will be will, will be an eye opener. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. three hours. Much like this was though. And I don't think it, it feels like three hours. I don't. Okay. So there we go. So we got that coming out. We still have a Larry Hankin interview. We still have the uh the interview is gonna be good, huh? The Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. uh Media Madness knockout tournament. What what hasn't dropped yet? No. Wow. So what is the best? We got some great stuff. In we got the some can. great stuff in the can, and now that I'm on summer break, I can drop some of the stuff. So Ooh, yeah, exciting stuff. Folks. I need to shake shake it off some of this uh, summer off. content. Shake it off. <laughs> so uh, heartbreakers in a break, and the haters going to hate, but we're just going to shake, shake, shake. I want to shake off the end of this theater. Skip it. So yeah. uh, please join us for all the good stuff we got coming up this week. Uh, like I said, listen to the stuff. It's what we're here for. So for best film ever. Uh, and I've been Liam. And I'll tell you what, well, it's not an impossible mission. It's recording with Liam on episodes like this. Oh. So all that's left to say is we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. <laughs>